Welcome back, guys. This is season two, episode three of your least favorite podcast. Why are you screaming? Why not? No, because of that kid that commented. It's for you, kid. Welcome back, guys. You know how this show goes. Three bros with hoes you don't know. Let's get it rolling. My name's Matt. My name is Michael. And my name is Kerry Wayne Abel Jr. And we're here to support everyone. And my new sponsorship, I don't got no more sponsorships this year. I'm getting sued. Is there a cricket button? Who the fuck is that guy? Jokes aside, what we want to say is uh, just give you an update. Thank you for subscribing, watching, sharing, all that good stuff. We're slowly growing. Uh, we're getting right back into it. Um, like we said, it was going to be a slow August, but it's still going to be somewhat entertaining. We're trying to uh, get back in the rhythm. Um, we just wanted to let y'all know that you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. TikTok's been very priceless. Uh, my man's been working on it, putting out some funny vids. Y'all need to put some comments in it. Uh, I read some of the comments. They're, they're nice. I got this like five-year-old uh, ragging me on my quarterback list, but that's another story <laughs> of another day. Um, but I just want to say thank y'all again, but y'all should check it out. We'll put it in the description below to let y'all know if y'all can't find it. Y'all should be able to find it by clicking it and looking at it. If like you that shit. If you don't, I'm going to check out your granny. All right, Mike, what's up for today? Guys, this episode is going to be very unique. It is our first official uh-huh, fantasy football podcast. I like, I like, something different. Basically, what we're going to be doing today is me, Matthew, and Carrie have all picked um, our fantasy football player, one that would represent the fade, which is somebody who we're recommending don't draft. We have a sleeper who is a player that we're recommending you that no one's talking about him, but you should get him for your team. And then obviously the last one is the league winner, which is somebody who's going to be the reason why you're the champion of fantasy football. I am a four-time football champion, Facts. baby. Facts. And I'm going to give you the real shit. And I'm a one-time runner-up, baby. I got kicked Ooh, out of the league. you suck. <laughs> Who wants to start off? So what are we going to start off first? We're going to do sleeper. What are we going to do? I think we should start off with, you know what? Let's just fucking jump from the point. Let's do sleeper. I like right. sleeper. All right, so who wants to go first? I can go if y'all want me to. Then go, Matthew. You look like you ready. I am ready, Jose. We do not care. Motherfucker. I didn't know what that button was. I was scared <laughs> to press it. All righty, y'all. So my sleeper, kind of like we all do when they talk. My sleeper this year, I picked to be, drum roll, please. Your boy, Derek Carr. <laughs> Boom. You suck. <laughs> Reason being how I looked at it, he's going to be the 14th ranked QB in this whole fucking draft. I think he's a good sleeper. They say he's going to be projected to be picked in the 10th round. I thought that's crazy. Last year, he went off for like 4,800 yards, 23 touchdowns, and about like 14 picks, which you're thinking, damn, that's kind of not as what you think to pick, right? But then again, you got to take in consideration he lost Darren Waller. He lost Henry Ruggs. He lost his coach. His best receiver was Hunter Winfro. But I think this year is going to be a lot different. You got a new head coach, Josh McDaniels. He also added Devontae Adams. They still have Hunter Winfro. They lost Brian Edwards, but they do still have Josh Jacobs, Kenyon Drake, and they got from the draft, they got some other running back, and then they also got from New England, Brandon Bolden. 
tight end Wall was going to come back, and I think Foster Monroe is really an underrated tight end. No one really knows him. Last year in fantasy, while Waller was out, he was doing decent with Carr. They also drafted last year, they drafted Alex Leatherwood. He was a tackle. And they also drafted this year a guard and a tackle, one from Memphis and one from Ohio State. I think that helps their offense. I think Derek Carr is going to do good. I think he's going to have like a. T- I think this is going to be one of his MVP seasons. Yes, he's in a hard division. I just think he's getting overlooked. And I'm happy to see what this guy has to bring to the table. Thank you, Derek Carr. I feel that. I like it. I like you. Me too. So who's next? You want to be? I'm next. next. Okay. Well, uh, mine isn't that hard to really explain. Carrie could probably tell you this a million times over. Oh yeah. But my sleeper. Oh my god. Better make me cream my pants. I don't know. It's Jameis Winston. What's up? And I know everybody's gonna naturally think, "Wow, they're picking Jameis because they're New Orleans Saints fans," which I am a New Orleans Saints fan. But that's not the reason why I'm gonna pick Jameis Winston. He wanted Deshaun Watson. No, I'm good on I'm good on Deshaun, especially right now. <laughs> but I like Jameis for a lot of reasons. Right now, he's getting picked at about what was it? It was 24th ranked quarterback. I think that's kind of very disrespectful when you th- think about the last time he started a full season in the league. He's known for that 5,000 yard season, 30 touchdowns, 30 picks. That sounds shitty. I get that. But what people fail to mention, fantasy football wise, is he was ranked number four. So to me. Jameis has the best all-around team he's ever had in his career, offensive-wise, defensive-wise, and I feel like right now he's a better quarterback and a greater leader than he was then. At this point, I see his ceiling being able to be a top-10 like fantasy quarterback. He's going to throw three yards. Alvin Kamara is not getting suspended, and he has one of the best running backs in the backfield. So when you have Chris Olave, Michael Thomas, Jarvis Landry, Taysom Hill, when you have these playmakers, he's getting adjusted to the offense. He's coming back healthy. I know he tweaked his foot in practice, but I have no concerns about that. And he offers a little slight mobility. So my point is everybody isn't picking Jameis into the later rounds. If I was you and you want to win your fantasy football league, pick a, take a flyer on him and then have him as a backup. He'll be at least a solid backup, or he may surprise the whole world and be a top 10 quarterback like he was about three years ago. Mike, I respect that. I'm going to give you a hand of applause. Now for Carrie's pick, I'm already doing this. Ooh, you suck. That's fucked. I don't even know what it is. Carrie, surprises, baby. I mean, um, my sleeper. I wasn't crazy about it, but then I had to think real hard. Like, you got all these people. What happened during the offseason? Who look uh, like they could ball out this year compared to previous years? And I'm going to go with uh, quarterback <gasps> to a... To Oh, the fuck is that guy? I'm sorry, I butchered his last name. It's not stuttering. It's not any of that. It's just that I don't care to say his last name. I do. I'm sorry. Take that back. You know. But anyway, he's um, never coming on episode. His uh, his overalls 136. Uh, he's ranked as quarterback 17. So um, two of the reason why I'm thinking he's my sleeper, right? For the Dolphins, I think he's due for a breakout season this year if he can stay healthy. Um. The Dolphins added Tyreek Hill and Cedric Wilson in free agency to go along with Jalen Waddell and Mike Jacecki. Right there, that is all kind of weapons in front of them. Last year uh, was tr- like his first year truly starting. The year before, he sat behind uh, the great Fitzpatrick and then wind up getting pushed into it. Um, with the coaching carousel, with uh, players rotating, with 
inconsistency in the coaching game, it just I feel like that can hurt a quarterback. I think that's what happened to Trevor Lawrence. But with him this year, having a, a new coach, having players surrounding with him, having a, a new left tackle in Teron Armstead anchoring it down, even though the man only plays five games a season. I respect that. He's got a good defense that should not you know, be giving up all these touchdowns and whatnot, putting more pressure on him. I think this year he can gradually grow in and be something special. Um, he was a winner at Alabama when he played under Coach uh, Nick Saban. He uh, he went far and beyond with the talent around him. I think if you put talent around this guy, he can be something special. I think right now he doesn't feel that pressure as much as he did the first two seasons. Um, like I said, the coach that they got is Mike McDaniel from the 49ers. When he was with the 49ers with Kyle Shanahan, he made something special with that offense. He had this guru-ness working with the quarterbacks. He always picked their strengths over their weaknesses, kind of like what Belichick does. So, I mean, like, I think this year for where he's ranked so low, I think as a sleeper, if you pick him as your backup quarterback, I think heading into the season with all this talent around him, I think he's going to be that person you swap back into starting-wise, and he's going to be a fantasy, like, point-getter. That's what I feel this year. No, I'm not. See, I think, you know, it's funny. For the first time, undebatable, I think we can all agree with our dumbass picks. Am I right? Yeah! You got it. The stars is aligned. But we're going to see. Now, this is going to be the fun part. The shitty players. Dang. The players that we're telling you, don't pick. Don't smell them. Don't look at them. Do not touch these shitty bitches. I'll go first. I'm personally going to say this. From being a fan of Saquon. It's not Saquon. It's Christian McCaffrey. You don't, don't draft that guy. Ooh, you suck. And the reason being is they're projecting him to go first round, third pick. Ass. Me personally, I hate injuries. And I feel bad for the guy. Just like all you Michael Thomas haters saying, oh, he hasn't played in two years. Well, guess what, bitch? He hasn't, <laughs> he hasn't really played in two years. He's played 10 games the last two years. They still have a shitty O-line. Now, listen to this shit. Their O-line last year ranked 31st. Their O-line projected this year, the Panthers O-line projected 24th. That's ass. That's not good. He's going to get hurt. Also, I also looked this up. Okay, not only the shitty O-line, the QB situation. You got Michael's favorite quarterback, Baker Mayfield. Kerry's favorite quarterback, Dan, um, Sam Darnold. They're not, you have to have a competent quarterback that you feel like can help the offense. And if you're putting all this pressure on this guy, he's just going to get hurt again. It's common sense. It's just going to happen. He's an injury-prone running back. And I feel bad. He's in a hard division with the Bucks and Saints run defense-wise. I looked at all the games the Panthers are playing this year. 11 of their games, of the 17 games they're playing, is against a good run defense. He's going to get hurt. I don't trust them picking them that high. It's different if you get them maybe late second round or even the beginning third. You're not going to pick this guy third pick. You know, it's another Saquon. I feel bad because he that one season he had where he had 2,000 scrimmage yards. All, he could have won Offensive Player of the Year. He didn't. I don't trust this guy. I just feel like you're going to waste a pick. Shout out to Justin. Shout out to Sean. You should have traded him to me, you shitty bitch. <laughs> Fair. I would still pick him. I'm just not picking him at three. But if I have a later that's pick, what I'm I'll saying. Later, but who wants to go Don't next? let him fall out the top ten. Oh, okay. Well, no. You suck. Get the fuck out of here. Okay, you want to go next? You want me to? I mean, I'll go. I mean. Who are you not going to draft? Okay, I'm ready for this. I mean, I drafted him last year, right? So my Can't fade this year would be. Drum rope. 
Uh, it'd be Ezekiel Elliott. Oh man, he sucks. I mean, last year I drafted him high um, because obviously the four years before he balls the fuck out, right? So um, in 26, I mean, first of all, his overall ranking this year out of everybody's 36, right? But running backs, he's ranked 20. And it's just like I always, for the past couple of years, he was always your round one, your round two pick, never round three, never round four. Yeah. So this year for him to go down that low, it's it's concerning to me. But in 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, he balled out those years, right? Started dipping with 20 and 21, repetitive seasons. Why? Mm-hmm. I mean, like, my concerns going into this year is uh, one O-line. It's not the same elite O-line as it once was with those previous years when you run behind. When you're a stellar running back coming out of college, bulldozing everybody, and then you have the, the grace of God having this O-line that's top three, you're going to run and put up all this you know, yardage. But what happens is when you start getting injuries and the O-line's not all healthy, it's uh, – you know, you, you start to wear and tear, and then you start to get injured yourself. We seen last year, Zeke showed a, a decline last year that looked deeper than his PCL injury. He just was not the same Zeke. I was watching the games. He was either on, off, and even when he was on, he just didn't have that same boost as he used to have, you know? Now, per undisclosed source, I wanted to say this, though, because I thought it was interesting. It said Zeke had career lows in yards per target, 4.4 in uh, yards per catch, 6.1 in gained over 10 yards on just 16 of his 237 carries. It said Zeke's 6.8% broken tackle rate was severely underwhelmed while his 25.4% elusive rating registered whopping 48 points below teammate Tony Pollard, 73.4%. That concerns me. He's sharing, he's splitting more carries now. Before he didn't. Before he was that soul feed me back. He was that three back down. He's not that anymore. Now he's legitly splitting it. Um, this does not look good when, when you're sharing carries with Tony Pollard, you know? Um, for Zeke being decreased this year in the, the rankings, that's concerning to me. And that's why I'm saying is um, I would try avoid him because I think you can find somebody else better if you're trying to think he's going to be that guy that he was the first four seasons when he started his career. No, that makes sense. I agree that's with that fair. too. It's crazy. We're doing good today, guys. Pound the back for us. Mike? <laughs> Don't you pick, brother? <laughs> this so is crazy. I'm waiting for someone to say some stupid cool. shit. And look, for this guy that I'm about to mention, I don't want anybody to think I think they're bad or I just think the situation's very unfortunate. And that goes to my boy. Shout out to Giovanni Avea, but it's gonna go to DK Metcalf. Um, Who the fuck is that guy? I was thinking him. That guy is one of the most physically dominating receivers in the league, but because his quarterback situation is so trash, he's not gonna have nowhere near what his ADP is when getting drafted. Um, Drew Locke, Gino, they're both pretty much garbage water. We understand this already. I don't really have to dig too deep in that. But what uh, DK Metcalf kind of reminds me of at this point in his career, like where it's going quarterback situation-wise, is Allen Robinson, a very great receiver who had good um, play but ended up having a very big decline because of the quarterback situation. The, oh my god, I almost fucking choked. Oh my god, I'm Put Adam Sandler behind us. Adam! Guys, I just choked on a big old dick. That was weird. <laughs> that was DK's dick down your throat. Pause. He's like, you want some of these bootios? <laughs> but no, on a serious note, um, his quarterback situation's not good at all. It's ass. Um, yeah. He already had kind of issues with dropping the ball. 
I don't see Drew Locke being able to fit um, passes in those tight windows for him. He's a big possession receiver, but I don't think it's going to be enough. And Tyler Lockett, as good as he is, it's just not going to be enough. Seattle's already a running offense, and they already – if you have Russell Wilson and you're not getting the ball as much – what makes you think Gino and fucking your boy is going to make that happen? And that's the whole happen, point. Gavin. Last year, he had a okay season, but that was really only because he was touchdown dependent. But you know why? Marshawn Latham shored him down. Yeah, he did. You know what's crazy, though, too? I'm surprised you didn't put Tyler Lockett over DK. Nah, only we, already because, know, we already know no, no, not to get him. No, no. <laughs> I, I understand that. I'm just how I was looking at it, too, is because he's so used to Russell Wilson's deep throw. Like, that's what makes Tyler Lockett so good, and it sucks it's he doesn't have truth, that at all. But the reason why I wouldn't put Tyler Lockett on that list is because, He's going to drop the kind of low? Yeah, well, DK has higher expectations. Yeah, My okay, point is, he isn't going to make where he's getting drafted at. And that's the whole point. No, he's going to be a very touchdown-dependent receiver. And at the end of the day, what's going to end up happening is he'll be a okay, low, uh, number two starter, and that's it. He's so. not your Michael Thomas. He's not your Odell. He's not your like your lockdown, your, like, well, your, your starter slot like thing. But you can't. like. I just don't want people to think we're saying DK. If DK had a competent quarterback, he's yeah, a, I he think he's a top 15 receiver. But we're, he's not going to be that this we, year with the quarterback plays. I understand. That, that we were talking about the Broncos wide receivers and how bad they were doing in previous years because of the situation. And I just don't. I see them being in the same ballpark. I, I see some guys. Like Allen Robinson is on um, picked underneath um dk and i think he's probably gonna have a better year yeah probably so, so. we're gonna see we're gonna see um now the last but not least it's a league winners now this is the guy that we think pick him example last year cooper cup who the fuck is that guy and he goes off breaks every record wins super bowl mvp crazy shit here's my league winner for fantasy i'm sorry for, if i mispronounce your name i was in speech since fifth grade i quit amon ross st brown the Lions? I forgot the second raw. It's a oh, ma ra ra. I'm so sorry, ra ra. Um, receiver for Detroit Lions. Now, here's the reason why I picked him. Um, it's crazy because I remember this guy last year being on the waiver wire, and I'm thinking, Detroit's ass. <laughs> I'm not picking him up on the waiver. And I remember, like, I'm not going to lie, the first, like, 10 games, no, the, I would say the first, like, about eight games, he wasn't doing anything. He had about 30 yards a game, 40 yards. He wasn't doing anything, like, wild. You know, he didn't catch our eye, right? And then I noticed the games that he did start, he started nine games with Jared Goff, and this is with TJ kind of being hurt and not really having a good run game because Swift was being hurt. He had 119 targets, which that's good for a rookie. Um, 90 receptions. I thought that was pretty decent, too. 912 yards, five receiving touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. That's what being on the lines. And what, I, what caught my eye as well is that the last six games, he had all double-digit targets. So it's like Jared Goff was finally given, getting in like the rhythm with this guy, right? Um, he had like certain games. In the, in the last five to six games, he had a touchdown, and he had about 80 or 70 yards each game with over eight-plus receptions. I think that's amazing. I think I don't think I'm saying uh, he's going to be like a top-ten receiver, but I think his pick, he's not – he's literally – if you look down on the receivers, he's all the way down to maybe round three or four. I think he's he's right below DK, too. I think he's going to have a good year. Yeah, Jared Goff's not your ideal quarterback. I understand. But you got to understand, too, he was doing this while everyone was kind of hurt. And then when TJ being back, they have Swift and Williams, and they signed DJ Tark, and they have other receivers. I think he's going to have a good year. I think I can see him going for 1,000, maybe about 10 touchdowns, 
in about maybe nine receptions again. Hopefully the quarterback situation gets better. I know Jared Goff's their quarterback. I just feel like he's going to surprise a lot of people. He surprised me. I think they're gaining trust. They're gaining connections. I'm happy to see what he does. I think you should really try to pick him. I think, especially throughout the whole year, I think he's going to go off and win your games. I just want to say this is off subject. You know what this reminds me of? I was getting all excited listening to Matthew talk about yes. this, and he's just like, the guy you don't expect and blah, blah, blah. You know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of not last year, but the year before, the second end of the season, Brandon Uke's going the fuck off for the 49ers. They're like, oh, this rookie. Oh, he's going to be the next thing. Oh, oh. Yeah. And like going into last year's draft, it's like, oh, man. If I can get this guy like second round, man, this dude's gonna go awesome. Like this dude is gonna do everything you just said with this dude. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> and all of a sudden the season goes, and it's like, no, 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 he fucked me. I lost because of Brandon Ayuk because I was like, he did good last year. He can only go up this year. He went so down. I should have did you to avoid bitch, but apparently he's having a great off season. Fuck you, Brandon Ayuk. All right. You but that was, I thing. think that was crazy with Brandon Ayuk. Yeah. But the only thing I give him over Brandon Ayuk is that Brandon Ayuk, it was more like personal reasons why so he didn't play games ass, or they took him out. It was fucking weird. I just think Detroit really doesn't have that much. I think San Francisco got lucky with Debo and all the running backs they have and George Kittle. I just think this guy's going to go off. I'm I, happy. I just hope I, it doesn't turn into that situation. Hopefully not, but I think he's a good third, fourth round pick. I'll pick him as I a hate, receiver two or three. I hate to be this guy. Oh, no. We've been so positive this whole Oh, day. no. The only, no. <laughs> the only reason why I don't think he's the league winner Which is one? because they upgraded with. No, no, no. Amara Ross St. Brown. No, no, I was saying which Oh, which button? button? I was oh, no, I didn't there was, know. Who the fuck's that guy? Adam Sandler? What is this one? What did he say? Oh, oh my God, God. we haven't used it the whole God. time. Right, it's cool. No, I was just going to say, the only reason why I don't, I think he's going to be a good receiver, but I don't think he's, I think with the receivers that Detroit got, I think it's going to make his touches less, right. and I just feel like he's going to have less value. You think DJ Chark is, yeah. And then you have Jameis Williams who's healing up, but I think when he gets back, I think even him could take But I'm saying away. who has the but better I connection? Like I think Jared Goff. He does. He does. And Michael, he's getting look, about you, 12 targets a game. Fucking wait, wait. I got screaming. something. Something's coming in. Wait, wait, wait. I'm hearing something. Wait, wait. We got his newsflash. Wait, wait. He's coming. I just got uh, an earpiece call in from Jonathan Brennan and Scott Campbell. They said, Matthew, your pick was ass. Ah! I just wanted to throw that out there. Shout out to you two bitches. Hey, Scott Brothers, how much fantasy league y'all won? Give me it. Give me it. <laughs> Shit, your ass, buddy. You suck. Okay, I, I'm going to quickly uh, say mine. Uh, my league winner is Travis Etienne from the Jacksonville Jaguars. What and did he say? I know people are kind of confused on why he is, but just to make it plain and simple. Plain and simple. He came from Clemson uh, two years ago, but he got hurt, and he tore his ACL before the season started. Yeah. He was one of the best running backs coming out the draft. He has, I think he's seventh in uh, college football t total touchdowns for a running back. Mm -hmm. He's a pass-catching threat, and, he's, and he can run the ball efficiently. Um, what's going to make him unique is he's going to be reunited with his former quarterback, Trevor Lawrence. I think their chemistry is going to make the team bolster. Not only does that make me excited, he's not one of these running backs. When you hear catching out the backfield, you're thinking screens or dump-offs. He can run different routes on the route tree. He's a very like special weapon. I think he's going to be, be very beneficial to the whole team. Uh, Jacksonville didn't really upgrade too much for the team. They signed Christian Kirk, but it's not really that life-changing. But what makes me excited for Travis Etienne is, is that Jameis Robinson's hurt. 
Um, he's hurt, so he's going to get all the touches. He's going to get all the carries. And his coach is Doug Peterson. And Doug Peterson's a guy who targets running backs. He's going right now as the... Where the fuck is it? Bitch. 23rd ranked running back. That's fucked up. He's going to go... He's going to end up being a top 15, or he has the potential to be a top 10 running back. Nobody really knows too much of his potential because he didn't play last year. I would make sure he's a must-have. I'm going to make sure I get him because I'm about to win another championship. Now stop. Oh. Hold it right there. Oh. I'm getting a call. Oh, shit. We got It's from Dad. Oh, shit. He misses you. Yeah. Sign, yo! No, but honestly, it's funny. I just want to see, like, if I typed in that, I couldn't spell his name right, so I just typed him in my little iPad that paid overpriced for it. Best Buy, thank you, Best Buy, we are sponsoring you. Um, <laughs> but it's funny. I see this article. It says, the Doug Peterson effect, and that shit don't sound good. Um, it looks like since his whole coaching career, there's never been no, like Michael just said, he's going to get the workhorse of everything. It says right here. There are no workhorse running backs in Peterson's coaching <laughs> history. He's never had that. And every defense that he's ever ranked, it's not looking all good for how much like the running backs are ranked. Now, can I tell you why you're now, wait, slow? Now, wait. Oh, slow down. Hold slow. up, partner. Hold up, partner. Hold up, partner. All right, I'm, I'm explaining him. You got to realize, too, that I don't know his last name. I'll just say T. Hey, T. I'm going to say T. Hey, T. He just came back from a serious injury. I don't think the Jaguars' O-line's good enough. I don't think Trevor uh, Lawrence is that good enough to where this offense can just be run by that guy. Chemistry dumb fuck. No, Michael. Okay, Carrie, look. Here's <laughs> the chemistry. Look, Carrie. I'm, I'm Trevor Lawrence. You're him. Hey! That no, chemistry. Hey! It was more than hey! that stupid ass. Hey! They, broke records. they broke records together. I think. They were in conference titles. Michael, I want you to pick now, T. This is up. What I'm gonna He's say, not going to do. And this is what's stupid about Matthew. When Matthew. Darren Sproles was the lead back, he was sixth in targets. Dumbass. In 2016. Dumbass. Darren Sproles was Michael, the, but look at the other ones. 20 and 24th, 18th, 16th. Let me finish what I'm saying. Finish what you're saying. The I'll talk Eagles, first. there's workhorse running backs because the Eagles did a committee. They had people they always who had were worth being yeah. in committee. Tell me who the Jacksonville Jaguars committee is. They're buns. They're all fucking new rookies. They're all trash. At the end of the day, He's getting all the carries. Fuck what Matty's saying. He has no shit about nothing. Thank you. Have a good day. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> Damn, I fucked up the wrong button. I just, right. me personally, I just don't think it. But you can do what you want, mate. So care. I guess we'll close this out with my, uh, my league winner. All right, guys. If so you want to get the trophy and take it home, baby, I'm telling you right now. And my pick is, boom, Michael Thomas. Because you can't guard him. Damn, it's 2018 right. already? First of all, overall, he is ranked 58. Disgrace. He is ranked among all wide receivers being healthy this year. 29. Slap in the face. Michael Thomas sees this, and this man is pissed the fuck off. Pissed the Dis- motherfucker off. Dis-fucking-grace. Yeah, I said, fuck that word up. That man's mad. First of all, I just want to let y'all know, we're talking about Michael Thomas. We're talking about a fucking OG receiver coming out of college, coming to the Saints, splitting carries with Brandon Cooks. He had Drew Brees as a quarterback. The man's not the fastest wide receiver out there. We're talking about a guy who's one of the best route runners. I fucked up on something. Why are you laughing? No, you didn't. No, you didn't. No, oh, you didn't. Like, you're good. You're I, good. I was like, shit. What are you doing? Oh, baby, give me <laughs> one more chance. Like, no, I just realized the time was going out. And I, I was trying to sneak away. <laughs> 
Oh, I'm sad. just thinking that way. Wait, let me think away. Keep wait, talking, Karen. Keep talking. Keep talking. Give the mic. Give the mic. Uh, I'm so embarrassed. Okay. This only oh, happens to baby, me. baby, give me one more chance. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. We're cutting this. Is it on? Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Wait, now uh, you make me sweat. I don't know what oh, my God. <laughs> Fuck. Damn. All right, point blank is I can't. Now you got me. <laughs> trying to say <laughs> Michael <laughs> Thomas everyone said fuck you Thomas he's gonna he's go he's up in minicamp if you're gonna draft him in the fourth round fifth round point blank is he is gonna be that receiver that's gonna go way the fuck off like Cooper Cup this year yeah he's fuck gonna, y'all he's a route runner he's gonna get open he's gonna catch the pass he's known for yards after the catch we're gonna make this happen and y'all need to believe in my man that's all I'm saying he's coming out with vengeance to prove every bitch wrong and keep going Gary and that's pretty much it like thank you so much for everything. We love you. We appreciate you, Mike. Wait. We just want to say thank you. Appreciate you. Subscribe, like, comment, look at our TikTok, Instagram. We shit. just fucked Michael and Gary up. <laughs> let's know. Fuck it. Let's know. We're fucking this up. Have a nice day. Drive safe. Carrie, you have anything to say to the audience? We got to go. But anyway, thank you for watching, subscribing, liking, sharing. We'll be back later on this week, people. Undebatable. Now that he was looking at me, I looked out. I'm like, Michael, wait, how much time do we have left? He's like, Did you pause it? What, I pause this? Damn, that's. That's the one I want.